Welcome to the Just Minding My Black-Owned Business podcast, the place to be if you are a business owner, entrepreneur, or business leader wanting to take your business from good to great. Tune in as we speak with amazing thought leaders, CEOs, and business trailblazers about their journey, challenges, and successes. Here's your host and business innovation expert, Lynn Nicole. Welcome to the Just Minding My Black-Owned Business podcast. I am your host, Lynn Nicole, and I'm here to bridge the gap between your passion and success for your business or idea. In today's episode of Just Minding My Black-Owned Business, we're going to be exploring the tale of Black women as entrepreneurs. We'll be examining the invaluable lessons from those who came before us and set the stage, women who are flourishing in the present day, and what the future holds for all prospective entrepreneurs. The state of entrepreneurship amongst Black women has never been more promising, as the number of businesses owned by Black women is the fastest growing demographic according to the 2018 State of Women-Owned Business Report. While the number of women-owned businesses increased as a whole by 58% from 2007 to 2018, the rate of growth was staggering from Black women at the rate of 164%. Black women are the only ethnic group that owns more businesses than their male counterparts. According to the Center for American Progress, African-American women operate more than 1.3 million businesses in the United States, which generates over 45 billion in yearly revenue. It's clear that despite the unique challenges associated with being a black woman in business, we are thriving. The road to success is never an easy one, but today we're looking at a brighter future for black women in business that has ever existed before. It's been a long, tumultuous journey built on the backs of incredibly strong women who paved the way for where we are now. A common theme you'll hear when learning from Black women entrepreneurs is that the desire to start a business stems from necessity. When times are strained and resources are scarce, Black people, especially Black women, have a demonstrated ingenuity for succeeding even when the odds may be stacked against them, especially in the United States. As the actor Sterling K. Brown once said, when I think of African-Americans in this country who have succeeded, it is a story of people who have achieved despite and not because of. We are overcomers. Many times, the same opportunities that are afforded to women in other ethnic groups are not afforded to Black women. This is especially true in a historical context. But rather than fold in these unjust circumstances, Black women throughout the ages have pioneered themselves as essential and innovative force in the world of business. In this segment, we're going to be turning back time and learning about some of these trailblazers who set the stage for growth and prosperity in our community. One of the earliest examples of a groundbreaking entrepreneur is the story of Clara Brown, a woman born as a slave in Virginia in the year 1800s. She was separated from her family, which included her four children during a slave auction in 1835. To say that the odds were stacked against Clara is a severe understatement. Circumstantially, everything was in place to wear this woman down and prevent her from ever succeeding beyond anything but the role that was given to her. But despite that, she thrived. After enduring years of forced labor on a plantation in Kentucky, Clara was granted her freedom at the age of 56, 
with nothing to her name in terms of assets. What she did have, however, was determination and creativity, deciding to utilize the skills she had garnered as a midwife and nursemaid to gather capital for real estate investments. She was forced to leave Kentucky, which led her to move to Colorado, where she began building her portfolio. She was eventually the owner of 16 lots in Denver, seven houses in Central City, and various other properties and mines around the state of Colorado. After the end of the Civil War, when she was freely able to enter the state of Kentucky again, she liquidated her assets and returned to the state to locate her children. Tragically, she was unsuccessful in this endeavor, but was still able to pay for 16 relatives and friends who were former slaves to move to Colorado. There, she invested in the businesses of the people she helped to relocate becoming an integral part of the development of the largely undeveloped state of Colorado. Her contributions earned her a vote into the Society of Colorado Pioneers in 1885, the year of her death. Another inspiring story of fortitude and resolve of Black women is that of Maggie Lena Walker, who was the first African-American woman to charter a bank in the United States. An innovator in a multitude of ways, the Virginia native's life was dedicated to improving the circumstances and quality of life for Blacks throughout the United States during a time in which society at large was designed to keep them down. She also founded the St. Luke Herald, a newspaper that she used as a platform to help her in her endeavors in advancing the lives of Blacks. In 1902, she published a statement in the paper that said, let us put our money together. Let us use our money. Let us put our money out at usury among ourselves and reap the benefits ourselves. On top of being a champion for women and Blacks, she also represented the disabled, being paralyzed and confined to a wheelchair in her later years. She chartered the St. Luke Penny Savings Bank and served as its first president, helping give out loans to Blacks and women of every color. When the bank merged with two other Richmond institutions, she agreed to serve as chairman of the board of directors. The institution became the Consolidated Bank and Trust Company, a fixture of Richmond that served generation after generation as a Black-owned business. The grit and interventiveness of these two women is nothing short of inspiring. They paved the way for future generations to have a brighter tomorrow. While there are still many challenges facing the Black community today, challenges that especially affect women, it is also true that there are wildly successful Black women entrepreneurs who have attained a level of achievement that few others have. If you polled people at random and asked them to name a Black woman billionaire, chances are they would all say Oprah Winfrey. While it's true that Oprah is the wealthiest Black woman on the planet, the distinction of being the first African-American woman to be a billionaire is Sheila Johnson. Sheila is the co-founder of BET and the current CEO of Salamander Hotels and Resorts, which she also has founded. She was part of the team that sold BET to Viacom in 2002 for $3 billion 
And after which she used that revenue, she earned to invest in three sports teams. She is now a part owner of the Washington Capitals of the NHL, the Washington Wizards of the NBA, and the Washington Mystics of the WNBA, making her the first black woman to be an owner or partner in three professional sport franchises. And while everyone knows who Oprah is and how she achieved her wealth, people probably don't know who the first black woman to own a billion dollar company was. It is Janice Bryan Howroyd, the founder and CEO of the Act One Group. Act One is a workforce solutions company that provides temporary staffing, HR services and consulting. It is an award-winning enterprise that operates in 19 countries with over 17,000 clients and 2,600 employees internationally. It also has the prestigious distinction of being the largest privately held women-owned company in the U.S. Of course, these are examples of entrepreneurship on the largest scale. Not every success story involves billions of dollars. Today, nearly half of all women-run businesses are operated by women of color, a number that is continually growing. Take, for example, the story of Sandra Codwell, a native of Omaha, Nebraska. She was visiting a childhood friend, Trishona Helm, who had journeyed out to live in LA. While there, she tried rolled ice cream for the first time and was inspired to bring it to her hometown. The two women pulled together 10,000 of their savings and took out a 30,000 loan to launch the Mixin' Rollin' Ice Cream Shop in downtown Omaha. Within a few months of opening, the ice cream parlor had generated over 100,000 in sales, with Codwell already making moves to scale the business and expand. If you haven't noticed, Women entrepreneurs tend to finance their endeavors from their savings. Data from the 2018 State of Women and Entrepreneurship Survey shows that 63% of women finance their businesses with personal savings compared to 43% of Inc. 5,000 CEOs. And Codwell was one of those women and is also another example of a woman of color inspired to start her own business out of a desire to improve her circumstances. Frustrated with the lack of opportunity and feeling stuck at her job at a news station and child care center, Codwell decided to put her fate into her own hands and with great success. According to the survey by Inc. Magazine, 62% of women entrepreneurs worked in corporate America before deciding to venture into entrepreneurship. Frustration with their current job is a leading incentive for Black women to start their own business. One of the biggest challenges facing women entrepreneurs, especially women of color, is access to capital. According to Margot Dorfman, CEO of the U.S. Women's Chamber of Commerce, this is at least in part because the majority of women-owned businesses are in the service industry. Most of the funding lent to businesses goes into software and biotech. A measly 2% of all venture capital goes towards women-owned businesses. However, with the growing number of successful female entrepreneurs, more and more women are turning to women investors. This can break barriers associated with investors not understanding the target market or the service that women entrepreneurs are trying to provide. Before we dole into the future of Black women entrepreneurs, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
Are you a public speaker that struggles to get booked for speaking engagements? Do you need a killer elevator pitch to attract media attention and investor interest? Hello, my name is Precious Williams, and I am the author of Bad Bitches and Power Pitches for women entrepreneurs and speakers only. I have written this book because I want to help women entrepreneurs get explosive sales, take their public speaking and their pitching skills to the next level, and get all the attention and interest that they need right now. You can find my book now for purchase at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and also my website, www.perfect pitches have you heard about the new black business directory welcome to click urban here you can find hundreds of businesses owned by us whatever business professional you're looking for they're right here and the best part is membership is absolutely free. Just go to www.theclickurban.com, sign up for a free account, create your free listing, and boom, you're done. Begin surfing the largest black business directory online and be seen by hundreds of customers and clients all in one place. Get exposure on all of the major search engines, including Google. Our innovative platform includes search engine optimization that will make your listing easy to find. This is the hottest new business directory created for us by us. Join today. Go to www.theclickurban.com. Welcome back. Before we go on, today's Black-owned business shout-out goes to Hugh Knorr. Hugh Knorr is a line of high-end beauty products for women of color. They offer everything from lipstick to gloss, mascara, face masks, and more. The company was founded by another inspiring Black woman entrepreneur, Paula Hayes. Paula was a chemist working in product development before deciding to follow her dream of launching her own arsenal of makeup company. If you're interested in her products or learning more about her story, visit www.hunior.com. That's www.hunor.com. As you can see, all signs are pointing up for Black women entrepreneurs heading into the future. There has never been a better time to start a Black-owned business. Another successful Black businesswoman who is a source of inspiration is Renee L. Blue, the founder of Crush Media and executive producer of the amazingly insightful documentary, She Did That. She Did That is an in-depth and profound look at the lives and journeys of four Black women entrepreneurs. It tells the stories of Lisa Price, founder of Carol's Daughter, Lovey Ajayi, a New York Times best-selling author, Melissa Butler, founder of Lip Bar, and Tanya Rapley, founder of MyFab Finance. This is essential viewing for an intimate perspective on what it's like to be a Black woman of color. Blute was inspired to create the documentary as an extension of her blog, In Her Shoes, a platform she uses to help prospective women entrepreneurs. After a decade of work writing on the subject, she decided to take things to the next level by producing a documentary that could give even more insight. In an interview with Forbes, Blute said that entrepreneurship can be a lonely journey, particularly for Black women who may not have the resources to hire a team. 
I want women to know that even the most successful women in the business have experienced the challenges and obstacles they face while building their brands. We all make mistakes, learn from them, and stop to refuel or keep going stronger. I want women to know they are not alone in their fears, and the biggest takeaway is this. If the women in this film can do it, you can do it too. Blue wants Black women to know that there has never been a better time to start their own business. She believes that Black women set the standard for excellence in business and doesn't want to see people be too afraid to go for their dreams. She wants women to have the confidence to believe in the ideas they have for their business, regardless of whether or not those around them understand. She reiterates the importance of collaboration, not being afraid to ask for help, and taking care of yourself is just as essential as taking care of your business. This documentary is currently available on Netflix, iTunes, Amazon, and most major cable networks on-demand platforms. One thing Bloop was conscious of when creating the documentary was to hire Black women in as many positions as possible. If you're interested in finding Black-owned businesses in your area, a great resource would be Click Urban. Click Urban is an online searchable directory for Black-owned businesses. Imagine a crossover between Angie's List, Yelp, and Groupon, exclusively for Black-owned businesses. You can check them out at www.theclickurban.com. That's www.theclickurban.com. Well, that wraps things up for today's episode of Just Minding My Black-Owned Business. What did you think of our perspectives on Black women entrepreneurs past, present, and future? If you enjoyed the show, please consider becoming a subscriber. Support us in our cause of helping Black business people thrive in their endeavors. And remember, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. See you next episode. You've been listening to the Just Mind in My Black-Owned Business with Lynn Nicole podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you would like more information on any of our stories or would like to know how to get involved and share your story, head over to our website at theclickurban.com to contact us. Have a great week, and we'll see you next episode.